I'm so out of the rhythm, I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> it's so good to be back, though. Um, I look forward to sharing the word with you this morning and just looking out at my family. Such a joy. And uh, I may be only able to see you with one eye, but one eye, it's still a blessing. Uh, isn't it wonderful how the Lord honors our, our efforts to take a risk and to reach out? Um, God's always been playing hide-and-seek with his kids. And most of the time we think of ourselves as the ones who seek the invisible God. But the truth of the matter is, once we are found or we find him, we realize that he's been the one pursuing us all along. It's his plan that's unfolding. He knew the child was on the way. He knew the kitchen needed to be built. And somehow he managed to get an electrician and a bunch of other willing hands from Tulsa, Oklahoma, right where he needed them. Isn't that amazing? You know, God plays hide-and-seek differently than we do, and, and there's all kinds of versions of hide-and-seek. You know, uh, ready or not, here I come. That's our Lord. He's always seeking us. But one of my favorite ways to play hide-and-seek, I want to stay right here, when, when I was a kid, was this hide-and-seek version called sardines. Anybody played sardines before? Sardines is, is a turnaround with hide-and-seek, where when, when you play sardines, the person that's it hides, okay? And, and then everybody goes looking for that person. And then once you find that person where they're hiding, you don't, you don't turn them out. You, you join them there. And the fun part about sardines is, before long, those two or three people that are hiding don't hide so well. They become three and four and five, and usually there's some snickering and some giggling that's hard to control. And sooner or later, the whole neighborhoods of kids have found themselves to the found bunch, the joy of being found. That, to me, is a picture of church. It ought to be, except for one thing. We're not about just getting together and enjoying our foundness. We're sent into the world to find those that have yet to be found. That's why we go to Belize. There's another version of hide-and-seek, or, or maybe it was capture the flag, you know, where, where we venture into enemy territory, and if, if, if the others, the opponents, tap us, we're frozen. Do you remember that game? And the idea was to go deep enough into enemy territory that you could steal their flag and then get back across the line. Well, the truth of the matter was, whenever someone went deep into enemy territory, it so turned their attention to them that all those others that had been frozen that we couldn't reach got within grasp. Do you remember how capture the flag were? And, and you'd go across the other side, you'd tag them real quick, and then they'd be unfrozen, and you'd both run back to safety. Sardines. That's a picture of the body of Christ, too. And the good news is, our Lord's already captured the flag. Our Lord's already captured the flag, and before he returns to our side, it's our opportunity to give that life away, to share that foundness, to share his love with others that may not count it real yet, 
that may not know it's for them. This morning we come to this table to receive his grace, to, to baptize ourselves, to soak ourselves again in his love. But the story doesn't end there. The one who's captured the flag is coming home. And if we've got time to unfreeze some brothers and sisters that have gotten trapped in enemy territory, now's our chance. I pray the grace that we enjoy here today cannot stay inside these walls. But some way this week we'll find someone else who's stuck or frozen where they are. And we'll have grace to give. On the night that Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread.